Welcome back to the Home and Away podcast. It's been a long, long break, um, but we're finally back. We're coming to you live on, not live, but pre-recorded on <laughs> on Sunday, June 27th. Um, it's been almost exactly a month, I think, or probably a little bit more even um, since we've uh, recorded a pod. I can't remember what date we dropped that. Um, but it was a minute ago, indeed. So it's good to be back. But uh, I guess we should let we should let everybody know what we've been up to lately. Um, Caleb, so Caleb got married again um, for the second time. <laughs> he had his he had his big marriage celebration gathering, whatever you want to call it. So I was up in Fargo for that. Um, when was that? 29th, May, May 30th, May 30th, May 30th. Okay. So May 30th, I was up there. And then after that, went on a little trip with my girlfriend, Riley, and uh, my parents. We went to, uh, oh God, why did I draw a blank? We went to Keystone, South Dakota and saw Mount Rushmore, Crazy Horse, all that good stuff. And then we went to, um, we went to Rocky Mountain National Park and we went to Estes Park, Colorado. Um, it was cool. It was pretty dope to see all that stuff. Uh, we also went to the Badlands on the way to Keystone. We we drove through the Badlands, like scenic route, um, which was probably one of the coolest things that I thought we saw on the trip. And we saw some wild bison and stuff like that. And and uh, it was it was a good trip. Uh, but that was I mean that feels like so long ago already um, because it is already almost a month ago since uh, that was at the very first week of this month. Whenever we did that, and uh, Caleb, what what have you been up to since the wedding? Uh so since the wedding, uh, what did I do? We went to uh, our honeymoon. Sorry. I was going to say, bro, come on now. Spit it out. You know what you went to. <laughs> you know what you went to, G. Come on bro, now. You just gone for four minutes straight. I was not. Yeah, bro. Why are you so damn tired, yo? I don't know. I don't know. It ain't even nine o'clock. Went to, went to our honeymoon. We went to Punta Cana um to the hard rock resort there um all inclusive and it was it was cool it was the first time either one of us went to like an all-inclusive resort and we we had a time man we ate and drank and sat at the pool and that was it we didn't literally didn't that was it huh for the most part yeah that was it that was it that was it man i'm glad y'all enjoyed yourselves man basically didn't move for like seven days and uh that, that room service uh, looked legit though dude the room service was so nice like we were like we ain't even really hungry but it's time for room service <laughs> but uh i would have been getting ice cream or something yeah the only unfortunate part is that's kind of kind of carried over a little bit since we got back just haven't haven't got back into like a workout routine or anything so hurting a little bit from that but uh need to get back on it i I don't know if we mentioned on here like a week before the wedding i started a new job so getting rolling with that and things are going well man things are things are smooth we're falling back into regular routine had a tournament that i coached in this weekend we went three and one it was fine um kids kids played well so it was nice just been living all right that boy's big coach did you so i want to know and i'm sure the listeners want to know as well did you feel a little bit like uh um calvin cambridge on like mike whenever you were ordering room service 
yeah dude I, you know you just felt like you were big balling and like you're like oh shoot i can get any of this and the best was like the first the first uh dinner we went to like i never went to dinner before and then just stood up and left without doing anything and we were just sitting there afterwards and we were like i'm pretty sure like we don't have to do anything but like are we supposed to do anything and like people kept looking at us like the wait wait staff kept looking at us and like they came back over they were like do you guys need anything else and we were like no we're okay they're like all right have a good night and we were like shoot okay so we I just guess, leave then <laughs> yeah, so we just left and then like after that we kind of got used to it they had this little coffee shop they had frozen mochas and we got those every morning bro um and then you know by the pool we were just having pina coladas and, and strawberry all frozen just straight sugar straight sugar and alcohol to the gut so you had to have a stomach ache bro my, my stomach hurt for like five straight days bro. <laughs> like <laughs> hurt the whole time because i know you were eating good too yeah he was bro. getting the room service every day thanks thanks but uh also other than my vacation i guess i've just been spending a lot of time with friends and family and stuff and you know new game came out last week that i was very excited about um, may hear me mention on the pod, but uh, Super Mario or Mario Golf Super Rush is what it's called. That's a what's the right what's here. The, uh, like that's the, the ticket. This is the ticket right here. How do you? What is the game? Like, what is the point goal? How does it? What's the game? It's just that? it's golf. It's just golf, bro. You know how what the goal of golf is? Get the ball in the hole in the least amount of strokes, well, right? Uh, I saw like. Uh, but you can also do a thing I, where you hit and run after it and stuff. Yeah, that's what racing. I saw. I saw somebody playing playing it on tiktok and there was literally just hitting the ball and sprinting after it so i was confused yeah i mean so you can hit and sprint after it and like you get power-ups and stuff based on each person like has a different one and things like that and you can hit and run after it and then you can do like least amount of time oh it's raining hard that just scared me um or you can do uh just a regular stroke play it's pretty cool you said no yeah, pretty hard. Speaking yeah, of rain, hard. I also went to the Cardinals game today. Got delayed for about an hour. Um, Max, oh, what was his last name? Max Cranick? Cranick? I don't remember what his name was. Yeah. Max something from the uh, – oh, what was that kid's name? From the Pirates. Cranick, yeah. Max Cranick from the Pirates went five perfect innings in his MLB debut against against my, against my our Redbirds. Um and then the rain stopped him, so they ended up not bringing him out after about an hour rain delay. Uh, so I felt kind of bad for him for that because, I mean, if you have a perfect game through five, I'm sure you want to at least just see – I mean, it's still probably slim that you're going to complete out a perfect game, but the fact that he had it going through his through the first five in his MLB debut and then the rain stopped him, and I stuck around through the rain delay. Um, I was going to leave, but then I – just had a feeling i was like i gotta stick it out just to see if he comes back out because if he came back out and had a perfect game in his mlb debut and it ends up being a really, really great pitcher or something i would have like hated myself for leaving so Bad. i stuck out the rain delay and then we got a hit in the seventh off the reliever and i left immediately <laughs> uh but yeah this weekend so we dropped what three or four to the pirates um i guess if there's a positive uh friend of the pod and St. Louis area native Jeff Hartley got to see action in two of the games struggled a little a little bit on uh Thursday 
um, but then bounced back and had a good inning in relief yesterday. Um, so Saturday. Mm-hmm. So good to see him back with the big club and, and getting some innings and, and getting to pitch again in Bush where uh, there's actually fans. So a lot of family and friends probably got to see. So that's, that's cool to see. Yeah. And also before the pirate series, we got swept, I think by the tigers. Oh yeah. We suck. And uh, suck so that. like I was looking at the schedule I know this this is basically a St. Louis Cardinals podcast anyway, but I was looking at the schedule for the cards and I saw Tigers, Pirates, no offense, Jeff, and D-backs in a row. And I thought to myself, that's about eight, nine straight. Well, the D-backs, the nine, D-backs 10 straight. Their, uh, D-backs just broke their major league record road lose streak, losing streak. So that means yeah. they'll probably come into St. Louis and sweep us since – they're no longer on that losing streak, so. Oh, they're not on the streak anymore? I was going to say, if they're still on the streak, they're going to come into St. Louis and get their first road win in their last, like, 30 just, games. It just ended, so luckily. Uh, I was going to say. It definitely would have – the streak would have ended in St. Louis if it hadn't already because we can't win games, so. It's hard to watch. Dude. It's almost hard to watch. Like, today at the game even, so they, they put up three in the first I, – I showed up a little bit late to the first inning, right? I'm thinking, you know, nothing probably happened. Bro, tell me why they put up three and we walked four in the top of the first. They had put up three on two hits and we had four walks. We lead the major leagues in walks, I'm pretty sure. Like, dude, it's hard to watch. And then, uh, and then like, we have an inning in uh, – what inning was it? Fourth or fifth inning. Uh, they uh, went, went and scored, like, two more runs. And it was because, like, uh, Lars Newtbar misread a ball and right. Dropped in front of him, scores like or like extends the inning in with two outs, and then another person comes up. Carlson runs backwards on like a fucking blooper, and then comes sprints in, and that drops, and then that scores like two runs. I'm like, I'm just like, oh my god, you guys cannot freaking get this together, man. Um, but I mean, who knows? They could they could come out next month and have the best month of the freaking history of the Cardinals with the way they've been going lately. Good, but from, it doesn't seem too likely to happen. That's for from sure. Best record in baseball to probably the worst team in the division right now. Yeah, it's gone, but uh, it's gone really bad, really fast for the Cardinals. So, um, all the Cardinals fans that listen to this, um, we have some shared suffering, and it is it is hard to watch, and doesn't get much better. So I can either like stream Cardinals games or my local team that we can watch up here is the twins and they're not good either. So got not a lot of good they suck this year. Oh yeah. They suck. They I haven't suck. really been paying attention to it, bro. They're supposed to be good. Like there's a ch- people were like projecting him. Is it possible? Um, NL central winner. I mean, AL central winner. And then now they're bad. They're terrible. So, and Byron Bucks again. So, yeah, Damn. Buxton was killing and then got hurt and then was killing again and then got hurt. Yeah, he just keeps getting hurt, so they got no shot. But at least um, – uh, speaking least, of – Go ahead. But speaking of the MLB, I saw something today that I was like, wow, this shit has to kind of change. It was the all-star voting is, like, strictly fan-based for the starters in the MLB still. Like how it used to be for the NBA, but they changed the rule, you know, because – of the uh who was it was it zaza like zaza's entire country of georgia like voted for him to freaking 
be the all-star starter and shit and they like changed the nba rule to where now it's only 50 percent fan vote 50 percent peers media and coaches or something like that so it's like 50 50 you know fans can only do so much for a player to get in you right. know it's only half of the equation but like right now like martin maldonado is freaking like the top either first or second in all-star voting for starters and he's like got the worst ops out of any catcher in the mlb or something like that like is it like has the worst war or something like i saw this earlier and i was i was like wow they need to change that maybe maybe take a book uh page out of the nba's book and and maybe go to uh half fan voting half something else how do you feel about that like remember a few years ago the freaking royals <laughs> had like all nine starters or yeah, something like that like, i think uh, the royals had all nine starters looks like maldonado is this what is second in voting for catchers right now so um I don't know. We can just run through it a little bit. So right now, if the all-star game voting close today, it would be the catcher for the American league would be Salvador Perez. It's like, I'm good with that. Uh, first baseman would be, probably first, first baseman would be Vladdy. And I mean, Vladdy has to be a starter right now. He's the MVP to me. So um, he has to be the starter second base. Marcus Simeon just had a great month. And I can't really think of a second baseman that's playing better. Altuve second in voting. He's gotten, gotten hot as of late but uh i'd take Simeon there third base rafael devers um shortstop bogarts and they got the dh is otani i mean that one's fairly easy uh outfield the top three vote getters right now are trout judge and byron buxton so that's i mean trout hasn't even hardly played though right right but i don't know it's mike trout probably. but it's still trout yeah, it's, it's Mike Trout. That's like saying like LeBron said. But know. I mean, he's not even going to play though, right? He's been in. He's still injured, isn't he? Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't think he'll play. But then in the NL, you got Buster. So Pope. who would be the fourth then if Trout couldn't play? Uh, Michael right Brantley. Now? Michael Brantley. Is he having a good year, or is it just the Houston fans are just staying in all their players? I don't really know to be honest. The fifth one's Adolis Garcia, though. I yeah. voted for him whenever I put it. I put in my my star ballot. I put well, him in. You know, former Cardinal. So that's awesome. You can make an all star team off former Cardinals that came up in that system. What about for the NL? What's the NL voting look like right now? Catcher, Buster. Because I saw freaking, hey, I saw Arenado and Yachty are both finalists, and I voted for them at the time, I think, whenever I voted, but now they don't deserve it. We don't have a single dude hitting over 270, I don't think, so the Cardinals. In, the, in our starting lineup uh, today, I don't think we had a single dude hitting over 270. Look at this little thing. It pop up the gospel. <laughs> Bye. Uh, catcher Buster Posey, correct answer. Um, first base Max Muncy. Um, I mean, I don't. Isn't that who you voted for? Yeah, I think I did because I think he was killing at the time. But I did, I voted like a while ago, like a few weeks I think ago. I, you know, a lot of things can change. People can go cold or hot. I think I voted quick. for Freddie Freeman, and he's second right now. Uh, second baseman Ozzy Albie's. I feel like it might maybe should be out Adam Frazier. From the Pirates, and he's second. Uh, third base, Chris Bryant. That's the correct answer. Arnado second in that voting. Shortstop is Tatis. Uh, Tatis, then Baez, then Brandon Crawford. And I really wish Brandon Crawford would start. He'll be an all-star probably, but would love to see him start. I love watching Brandon Crawford, bro. Like we've been, we've been liking Brandon Crawford since like the early. Bro, days. he's so smooth though. So smooth. And he's his glove is super smooth, this year, bro. Which is weird because he usually was just a straight contact guy, if I remember right. right. And then outfielders, top three in uh, in LR, 
uh, Acuna, Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker. So you got two Reds possibly starting in the outfield. Two in Which, I mean, I think the NL sounds pretty good, honestly. Like, it sounds pretty pretty legit. Um, I want to go back to what you had said about, you know, Brantley being up there and then Altuve. The thing that, like, irks me is why did the Astros honestly cheat in the first place? Because, like, we've seen with their run last year in the postseason and, like, how good they are this year still, like, they didn't need to. Right. So, like, it just irks the hell out of me that they even, like, did that to, like, tarnish their franchise's reputation. Have you thought about that at all? Like, or is that just me? Um, I don't know that I've necessarily thought of it like that. I, I think I just, like – I mean, yeah, I probably thought, like, why did – why did they do it in the first place? But like, I don't know. Like, I think it's shown. I think it's shown that they can be competitive without it. So, like, it's interesting to me that people who are like, they're still cheating or whatever. Yeah, they're probably not. No, <laughs> they're just winning a lot of games. They're just good. They have good players, yeah. bro. Like, they just have good players, and I don't know. They're gonna get the job. And done. I think some of their players underperformed in the regular season last year. But I think part of it was just, like, they had all that pressure on them, you know? Right. And, I mean, it's hard. Like, the amount of pressure they had on them to do well, honestly, and prove that it wasn't just, like, that they knew every pitch. Right. Like, that's t- that's got to be tough. I mean, I mean, I know it sounds stupid saying it's got to be tough to, like, bounce back from that kind of. But, I mean, it has to be pretty tough to, like, have all that pressure right. and, like, all these like people saying you, stuff about there's it. There's people, like, when you watch, like, Altuve, it seemed, like, really cared about the fans being, like, really hard on him and, not being kind of someone who the fans liked anymore. Um, seems like he's kind of coming. He used around. to be kind of like a favorite, you know. Right, and it seems like he's kind of come around and kind of understood that he's just going to have to play, and like that's all that really matters. And and he's having a really good year. So I don't know. Like I don't want to say it's cool to see because then I don't want to say I like support the cheating, but like I don't know. It's good to see him bounce back and kind of put it in the past. There's a lot of cheating that goes on in baseball. So like, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the I day, I was gonna say. I was going to say, if we're talking about cheating, we I think it's only right that we transition into another topic that we said we wanted to discuss, which was the, the sticky substance epidemic here in uh, the MLB. That's not really an epidemic that's been going on for probably since the beginning of time. Um, but, I mean, for those of you that don't know, the MLB is now – uh, what are they doing? They check before every every game, or when every every, every time a pitcher comes on, they check. They see, uh, check their so glove, hat, belt. I think it's like every every couple innings or something. They check after the first inning, and then maybe after the third inning uh, with starters. Uh, and then I believe any relief pitcher that comes in, they check them as well. Uh, and, and then if check. a coach says something, they can go check yeah, it too. They can right? check it anytime. You saw it with Max Scherzer and Joe Girardi. Kind of started a little. I don't. I don't know, Joe Girardi trying to fight the Nationals and then he got thrown out. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's just weird, right? Like, you have this issue that's been a well-known, I mean, like you said, epidemic in the game for however long. Like, and every, every inch that the pitchers have been given, they've taken a mile out of it and um, it's gotten to the point where like there there are substances that it seems that um, spider tack is like a little much majority of majority <laughs> of all players are perfectly fine with some combination of whether it's water and rosin sweat and rosin sunscreen and rosin like 
everybody seems to be pretty much okay with that. Even if it's like a, a little bit of pine tar or something like that, it doesn't seem like that's necessarily the issue. Um, Cause even the hitters that I've like heard interviews from, uh, they'd rather have pitchers have some type of grip on it so that uh, they can not throw wild pitches. Control, yeah. Control the baseball because uh, major league baseballs are very slick and like, there's not a lot of tack to them, but when you have the guys throwing like the spider tack in and you've seen videos of that, like, what was it? Was it fuzzy that YouTuber? He like had a video where he literally took like a string of spider tack and picked up a baseball bat with it. Like just stuck it to a bat and picked it up. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, that stuff literally is like a band, basically. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's so sticky. It I don't no understand sense. how people can have that on there. Like, I, I think though, I think though, what I think it's, uh, I think they cut it with like some other stuff, like yeah, I'm water sure. and rosin like, and that. Like, they only put a little bit of that because they can't. Yeah. You can't just use that straight. You gotta like, right? You, you gotta, gotta take it. You gotta cut it with something. But it's like significantly different to me than like I don't know. Everybody. Yeah. And then I don't know. It's like. I hadn't had, I didn't have like a super strong opinion on it to start with. Um, then like listened to a lot of people and like read a lot on it kind of. And um, one interesting video was like, I saw Trevor Bauer's YouTube video and he basically got a ball to stick to his hand with just water and rosin. And he's like, so how are they going to compare this to like actual sticky stuff? Cause he's like, this is literally water and rosin. Like he showed it on his hands mm-hmm. or whatever and showed how to make, similar to the video you saw with Pedro Martinez, like you can almost make a sticky paste out of sweat or water and rosin. And so like, it's hard for the, the umpires to police. Um, and I think kind of, honestly, the best solution that I heard came from uh, our friend Casey, Casey Fair, who uh, does a lot of like pitching development stuff and, and is a head coach for a travel team and um, does pitching skill development and stuff like that so he said that for him like the best solution is major league baseball comes up with their own like product whether it's sunscreen and rosin or whatever sticky substance that they decide is usable and then that's like the only thing that's allowed and if you have anything other than yeah. that then like you're can't use a nosical shit that actually is and it, point, like and it makes sense because like you know they like they allow pine tar on bats and stuff like that so why not give the pitchers a substance that they can use as well to right. like i mean the hitter's tool is their bat the pitcher's tool is the ball so like they should they should be able to like get some grip on on what what they use for their livelihood and stuff you know like i don't understand why also i had this thought the other day i was like so a pitcher in the nl hits right yeah can you be a pitcher in the NL? Could you hit with no batting gloves and just load your bat up with pine tar and then rock out the next inning just with a pine tar hand? I bet they would deem that as like excessive. Cause like you, I didn't know. Like I didn't know. Cause like I didn't know if you had it on your bat. You, you know, you're grabbing I mean, it, getting a little times, on your hands. I don't know. Like there's going to be times where there's residue, like maybe a tiny bit, but like if it's on your hands like that, like they're going to know that that was the only. Yeah. That, like, like so load it up with pine tar right before you go out there and just rub, I, rub your I hands think, all over. Uh, <laughs> I think I saw that somebody uh, had their first. They had the first like catch ejection. Of using, yeah, ejection. Yeah. Of someone using it was foreign substance today. So I think it was a pitcher. The punishment is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Also, you get ten days, a ten day paid suspension. So you literally just go on vacation for ten days. Makes no sense. No, I sense. mean this. I don't even. 
Like you really got to suspend them for ten days, though. I don't know. It's weird. Well, they cheating. Like that. I mean, according to what they're trying to do now, they're cheating. But yeah, true. Like, but when you throw, but the Astros got no days. Yeah. See, that's there's so much. Like MLB (laughs) just MLB just shows their ass and everything, bro. Like the MLB is a joke. Has turned into an absolute joke. Um, Is Manfred the worst commissioner in sports right now? I think Manfred's taking a lot of heat off Goodell right now. I was gonna say, is he worse than Goodell though? Like Goodell's <laughs> he might, bro. He's taking a lot of heat off Goodell. That's I know Goodell's yeah, his biggest yeah. fan right now. I was like, yeah, keep keep messing it up, dude. You got this. Like I know how you feel. <laughs> it's terrible, bro. But but talking about commissioners, um, I think the bet to me the best commissioner in uh, you know the the main the main sports is uh have to, has to be Mr. Adam Silver over in the NBA with the way he handled one the covid and the bubble and kind of like shutting the league down i feel like everybody kind of took like everybody took what they did and then put it on the MLB NFL so like you know what i mean they kind of they saw what they did and saw how they did it and and they they followed that same blueprint that he laid out for them and with the ML or the NBA playoffs right now actually on currently Atlanta and Milwaukee are going at it Milwaukee's up two right now with a minute 45 to go in the third but right now we have four teams who haven't really been relevant in a long time I feel like in Milwaukee Atlanta Phoenix and the Clippers Clippers I mean are in their first ever Western Conference Finals Um, the Hawks I think the Hawks only championship is the St. Louis Hawks if I'm not mistaken uh, and then you have Milwaukee, who hasn't had a championship since um, Kareem and uh, Kareem and Big O, I believe, was their last championship. And uh, Phoenix, I don't know. I don't think they've ever had one, right? Or maybe they did way back in the day. But um, no, either way, it's been a long time for all these teams. And it's kind of like, honestly, I'm kind of happy to see it. And I'm, I mean, it sucked. Like, our, our predictions were wrong. I think I picked Braun to win it all. Who'd you pick the Nets? Like how I said, I picked Braun to win it all, not even the Lakers. Yeah, I think I probably picked the Nets. I honestly don't even remember. I think it was the Nets, though. Like, we're missing a lot of – like, it's weird kind of not to see LeBron at this point, like, like in the Western Conference or Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I mean? It, it's strange yeah. not to see him there. And I it's will strange. say uh, it's, it's strange to see, like, a Trey Young-led team here already with him only being, what, his third year? Yeah, I I forget who I was talking to, but – um. Again, I'm not the biggest NBA guy ever, so I, I haven't. It's not like I've watched every game of the playoffs, but it is a refreshing feeling for me to have these playoff series and not already know who's going to be playing the finals, mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. the Warriors or it's LeBron's team against the Warriors or, like, whatever. Like, it's nice to not know who's going to be in the finals to start the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you kind of had an idea, but then, like, injuries came in, and that's a whole different story. Um I mean, you have the Clippers playing without Kawhi. And That's the one bad thing probably that Silver I, did. It's been a, a short offseason as far as injuries. Um, but it's, it's exciting to see teams who either have never won or haven't won in a very long time come in. I mean, I really, really, really hope that Chris Paul gets a title at this point. Like, I would love to see Chris Paul get himself a title. I would too. Guy who, like, by all accounts, seems to do things the right way. Uh, he's been great for the game of basketball, one of the best point guards of all time. And I think if he wins a, a title, 
he kind of cements himself as that instead of being in the Charles Barkley conversation of like great player, but never could really get it done in the big time. Um, and how interestingly fitting it would be for him to beat the Clippers in the Western conference finals, a team who kind of, he was expected to take to the finals to win a finals when they had Lob city and to now possibly beat them and, and <laughs> kind of kill the Clippers fan base, but also get himself to the finals. Uh, yeah. Would, would be really cool. And I hope he can get it done. What about you? I mean, I, I think everybody's almost rooting for the Suns right now. It feels like I think Devin Booker's like very, like he's easy to root for, and he's a great player, and just like everybody seems to like him, which I do too, obviously. Um, you know, you have your Giannis haters who don't want to see him be successful, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing him succeed and getting it done his way, not the way that everybody else wants him to do. Because people are already calling him like – they're already putting him in the Charles Barkley category whenever he's off back-to-back MVPs, and I think he's still like in his mid-20s. Like, like, and they're already putting him in that category of Charles. Like, oh, he's never going to be able to get it done. You know, he's never going to win one. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing them win it either. I mean, <laughs> there's not a team in, left in the playoffs. I, I don't – like, I'd be mad if they won it, to be honest. Bro, you like, know, you know, aside maybe I the Clippers only because Kawhi's hurt, but Trey yeah. Young, bro. So, so I was kind of like hating on Trey Young a little bit because he always does like that little foul stuff where he gets in front of you and stops and then just falls over. And it's like, dude, how can you guard that? You're trying to fight over screen. There's nothing you can do about it. But that series against New York, I thought New York was going to win that series. Oh, I, I, I said it on the pod. Were. I told you. And, uh, Bro, after that series in New York, whenever he was just talking his shit in the middle of Madison Square Garden with 20,000 strong, I know they were just ruthless to him the whole game. Bro, when he was just talking crazy, uh, you know, I like that stuff. You know, that gets me – that turns me up a little bit. So, hey, whenever he took the bow after the game, they asked him, they said, why did you take the bow? And he said, mm-hmm. he said, uh, I heard there's a lot of shows in New York, and at the end, you know, they take a bow. So, I'm just, I'm just glad they came and watched my show tonight. Yeah. I said – were were trying yeah after you said that i said okay all right all right he might he might be legit um you know what side i switched to bro and i like (laughs) and it's probably not even right but uh i used to always try and defend Giannis. like everybody be like Giannis is trash bro like he shouldn't be the mvp (laughs) whatever and i'd be like i mean he was mvp like he he averaged this and this and this or whatever I have switched the side of Giannis is trash, bro. <laughs> Giannis does not have basketball skill, bro. Bro, I what? He deserved the MVP because of his stats and his regular yes. season award. And he deserved. It. He was averaging like fourteen boards and like thirty points and was shooting yeah. like sixty percent from the field. Fully, I am now fully on the side of Giannis has no basketball skill, bro. <laughs> what James Harden said though, what James Harden said, whenever he's like, not everybody can just run and jump and dunk the ball. Whenever he was talking about Giannis in that interview, I've 100% wholeheartedly agreed with that the whole time that he has, he's not very skilled. Like he's, he's skilled as far as he can handle the ball pretty well. And he's a good, good passer and stuff for being like a footer. Like, you know what I mean? And he's, and he's, he's gracefully athletic and stuff, but bro, he can't like shoot. Like he really don't have any moves. Like the other day he got so uncomfortable when he tries to ISO bro. It makes me so uncomfortable because he, he dribbles it worse than I do, bro. And it makes me (laughs) the other the other day in their game, it was game one, I think, that they dropped to the Hawks. Uh, game one that they dropped to the Hawks, Giannis gets switched a switch on Trey Young. Trey Young's guarding him, right? And Giannis backs one dribble into Trey Young, and Trey Young holds his ground. And I'm like, okay, just turn, like, lay that shit up. Like, Trey Young's, what, six foot? He's probably listed at like six two or something, but we all know he's probably like six foot. 
you know, and Giannis is freaking six eleven, seven foot with probably like eight foot wingspan. And Giannis just bails him out with a freaking turnaround fade away off one foot in the middle of the lane. Bro, if you don't take one more dribble, bury your shoulder in Trey Young's chest and just freaking go dunk that on his head. Like, like I just I when I saw that, I was like, come on, Giannis. But I still I still want to see him succeed though, because I don't know. I just don't like like it's just hard for me to hear like all these people like if people were talking to let's put it this way if people were talking about me like they do Giannis and like Paul George and stuff yeah if they were like talking about me like that like I would be like damn like maybe I'm not shit like bro that shit's mentally like taxing it has to be I know they hear that stuff too I uh and I'm on like I agree with you on that yeah like I don't I don't come with like I still think they're kind of trash I mean not obviously good but like I still kind of think like I don't come with that sentiment of like they can't get it done when the like at the end of the day, bro, winning a championship's hard. There's only like X amount of guys. There's 15 guys each year that get to win a championship, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, and only like seven that actually play, right? So, not winning a championship doesn't mean you're trash by any means. Or the thing that I can't get on board with is like the sentiment of watching Kevin, game. watching Kevin Durant single handedly almost beat the Milwaukee Bucks, and then because he missed the last shot, he's trash. Like I can't get on yeah. board with that at all. Literally, like first of all, the like Scotty Pippen was saying, LeBron would have found a way to win that game. Yeah. KD was trying to do it by himself, bro. James Harden had half a leg, and Kyrie was out, and yeah. so honestly, because they traded all that stuff to make that big three, and then they were hurt. Besides KD, he was basically doing it by himself, well, right? And like, dude, they wouldn't even been in the in overtime if it wasn't for him hitting that nasty ass turnaround. Yeah. Like that was insane shot. He was an inch and a half away from just ending the series right there. So what are you going to like? And it's always the the sad thing is, bro, it's Braun fans who like get in their feelings and get scared that somebody else might be creeping up on Braun to the point of they have to like shut dude down, like act like he don't know how to play basketball at all. And like they'll do that. And the reason is, bro, it's because Braun's out the playoffs. So like Braun, (laughs) Braun already lost. He's out of the playoffs. So now like, yeah, but people was doing the same thing to Brown when he right. got out of the playoffs. Right. They were saying right. the same stuff about right. him. Right, like, uh, like PG, if he doesn't win, he'll be like, "See, so can't can't win any games." Like polyester like, P, he shrinks it. Yeah. He shrinks in the heat. That's what Shannon Sharp said. Like, uh, but like, yeah, the same thing happened to Brown. And like, hey, Brown fans trying to clap back at people because the same thing happened when he got knocked out of the playoffs. Everybody's like, "See, Brown's never going to be Jordan," <laughs> and like. Yeah, bro. Like everybody's everybody's their own their own player, and like there's different days where everybody's the best player on the planet. But hey, I just gotta talk crap on Giannis one more time because you can't be defensive player of the year, play the same position, and still not guard the guy who's going crazy for seven games. And then and then call him the best player on, on, in the world whenever you've won back to back MVPs, bro. Yeah. I, that made me mad. That did actually make me mad. Now you say that, I probably don't want him to win the finals. <laughs> like, bro, you really play. You're the same. You're almost the same build as Buddy, right? You're just stronger than mm-hmm. him, and you got some height on him, right? And you play almost yeah. the same position, and you're the defense. He just plays at a lot more skilled. And you're the defensive player of the year, and you're just not gonna guard him at all in seven games. You're not. He guarded him a little bit. You're no, not enough. You're not the defensive player of the year. Hey, PJ Tucker. A lot of props to PJ Tucker, Tucker though. He don't back down from dog. anybody. He's PJ a dog. Tucker's He's dog. certified dog. He doesn't back down from anybody. He hasn't ever in his career. 
And that's a dude that revitalized his career out of nowhere, kind of with the Rockets and like really found his like three and D corner, corner specialist, like found his started niche. overseas too. niche, niche, niche. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but you know, he found his way in the NBA and a lot of respect yeah. for him and to him for that. His shoe game OD dummy. But I think as of right now, I think the Suns gotta be most people's pick to win it all. Yeah. Um for sure. And then also one more thing in the NBA that I wanted to ask you about. Have you been seeing all the rumors with um, trailblazers possibly trading CJ or Dame or both. And then also apparently there's reports there that Nets are thinking about trading Kyrie because they weren't happy with him, like leaving the team for those two weeks, just kind of out of nowhere and not showing up and everything. So if the Blazers were to trade Dame, where would you want to see him go? And what do you think it would take to get him to that team? They say right now that he, he said he'd play for – uh, Utah. Siri thought I was talking to her. That was crazy. Um, it popped up on my computer. Um, they said right now that he he played for Utah. Let me check. Let me see what the teams are. Uh, only apparently like a year ago, he said the three teams he would play for besides Portland. Were the Lakers, the Warriors, and maybe the Jazz? Lakers, Warriors, and Jazz. Um, if I could choose one of those teams, it'd be pretty sick to see them on uh, the Lakers, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it would also be, like, dumb. It would be, like, worse than the Nets this I year, probably. I don't want him to go play with Bron. Like, I don't know why. I just don't. But I want him to get, like – that would almost be I a think, guaranteed ring for him. And I want Dame – No, there might not be – Chris Paul might be the one. But other than that, I don't know a person in the league more deserving of a ring than Dame Lillard, bro. Like, that yeah. man is the biggest – I will like, I will say even bigger than Bron at times. The biggest just <clears> – come on, boys. Backpack. Let's go get it done. Yeah. <laughs> he does carry he carries like a really heavy load for them and it's and like you know cj cj is obviously a great player but he's a little more streaky almost and he's he has had his injury problems you know yeah like i won't call him injury prone but you know he's had his injury problems kind of like how Kyrie has you know where it seems like every year he has at least something that's keeping him out a little bit um i'll say so yeah i would love to see him wintering dame would be very good for bron because like they're always like, oh, Bron got to do it by himself, like whatever. But like in the playoffs, Dame really does it by himself. Bro. Yeah. Like so. And AD, can, AD can't take over the way that like Bron right. and Dame right. can. So That's like, what everybody wants AD to like do what Bron does, but he can't. Like, he can't do that. Not who he is, bro. Yeah. But like you give LeBron somebody who can win a playoff game by himself along with him, like they're going to win the finals. No doubt. Yeah, I think. I think, though, in a, a dream scenario, probably he goes to the Jazz and we get to see Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard backcourt. I think sick. that would be pretty exciting. And it would just even out the West. It would even out the West even more to where there would just be even more talent. You know what I mean? I mean, the Jazz were already had the best – Jazz already had the best record in the in the league this year, right? I know in the Western Conference they were the one seed, but I think in the entire, entire NBA. That would be my um, favorite backcourt in the league for sure. So, but I think I think to get him to the Jazz though, they're gonna they probably have to give up like 
probably Bogdanovich, um, Clarkson, maybe the sixth man of the year, uh, maybe Ingles. Uh, I don't know if like they would go after like I don't think they would ever give up Gobert or Mitchell, obviously. Um, picks probably two. Yeah, but picks, picks. I think and then like either one or a combination of those players, though, like Bogdanovich, right. Ingles, Clarkson, some one of one of those guys, if not two of those guys, and some picks. I think would be what it would take to get him there. And Ingles, I think if you lose Ingles though, that affects your team a lot. He he's yeah, like Ingles holds bro, things he, together, man. He really does. And whenever when it or they would they said they would probably trade Conley too would be one of those guys which which is you know which I, if I was Portland I'd probably want if I was Portland I'd probably want like Conley Bogdanovich and picks yeah because I mean probably what I would try and get if you're Utah you easily take Dame Lillard over Mike Conley at this point oh 100 percent but at the same time if you're Portland and you get Mike Conley in return that's not the worst thing ever and you might be able to flip Plus him for more picks kind of yeah. like the Thunder have been doing. Right. I think that I think though, if I was the Blazers with all these rumors and stuff about him being unhappy and then also wanting to trade CJ is what it seems like he's been in the trade rumors lately. I'd probably just trade them both, try and stockpile some young talent and some picks and just rebuild. Kind of like what the Thunder are doing right now. They kind of just abandoned ship with that group, you know, that they had. And they're just trying to rebuild now and they're trying to start from the ground up which they almost – they had an opportunity to have two top five picks this draft, but they didn't get it because the Rockets was top four protected. And the Rockets ended up getting the second pick in the lottery. But if the Rockets would have got the fifth pick in the lottery, then they would have had two top five picks in this draft, which would have been kind of crazy. But right now I think they have 16 and five or their two first-round picks. They would have had three, though. Um, but other than that, uh, you also had the Luka drama with him maybe leaving. But I saw – I don't think he'll leave anytime soon because I saw Mark Cuban said if it was between his wife and Luca, he's signing the divorce papers tomorrow. So I think Mark Cuban's going to find a way to keep, keep Luca in a Mavericks Jersey for the foreseeable future. Oh, that's funny. Um, but I mean, that's all I, all I really got for us today. Uh, I don't have, I don't have a ton else because this was kind of more of a spur of the moment type thing. Wanted to just like get on here and say what's up and uh, get something out for the first time in a, in a month yeah. let us know let y'all know that we're still we're still oh, good wow. we just been chilling right um i still got my terrible facial hair my god my neck got even fatter bro honeymoon plus no workouts yeah. plus not eating as good yeah my neck got fatter um but <laughs> uh <laughs> i think one last thing um uh, Cause I know we kind of, we were talking about maybe talking to Alec about it. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably everybody, our parents and I guess Cobb, since Cobb living at home, uh, they're hosting a. Yeah, he's a, over a, here right now. He just got back. I don't know if they got it, the dub or the L. Have him hop in right now. They got rained out. They got postponed. Have him they come over. Take, take your headphones out. Take your headphones oh, okay. out. Yeah. Let me disconnect them. Alec, come over here, man. Say what's up to the people, bro. Say what's up. <laughs> Don't say what's up, dog. He's nervous. Oh. The uh, this is going on YouTube. This is going on. Oh shoot! Hold up. Siri thought I was talking to her. The uh, the handsomeness level, the handsomeness level on the block going up by a million right now. So yeah, this is this is my guy Alec right here. We're hosting him for this summer. Playing on the very, (laughs) the very prestigious Old Dragons baseball team in the prospect league. 
Hey, Alec, tell the, tell the people your last name, bro. <laughs> yeah, just so, so we don't get slack for it, man. My last name's Nigget, N-I-G-U-T. <laughs> All right, bro, cool. that's so foul. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, my guy. We'll have we'll have you on the pod, man. Appreciate you coming. You know, but, uh, yeah, you'll be we'll get you. Hang on before you go. We'll have you on uh later, probably this week or something, whenever you get an off day. But uh I need your college world series final prediction, Mississippi State, Vandy, who you got. I got Vandy. I think. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I got Vandy. I've got Vandy as well. I, I got Vandy. Alec had NC State when I talked to him last, but you know, COVID. Yep. COVID got the kids. Yeah, we uh it's tough for NC State to go out that way, by the way. We should add that in there. We were yeah. supposed to talk about that. That uh tough. tough for those kids, man. Those bad seniors. Look, bad look for the NCAA. The seniors, also, bro. The seniors. Also, also at this point, here's my also opinion. How because I don't know, there's a lot of rumors about it, right? How as, how as a team who you know there's less protocols happening if you're all vaccinated, how you're not all vaccinated? Like just how? I, you can't force the kids, you know, to do it. Yeah, I mean, but now so. looking at what they're at now, like as a kid, why would you not be vaccinated? Oh, here comes Da Vinci. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know. Because like, so when when we were in college, like they didn't force us, but you know, it was basically like, suggested we go get like a uh, flu va- flu vaccine just because like they didn't want to have to deal with people getting out because of the flu and then it spread around the team right so like our coaches would always be like you know there's a time right now go to the health center on campus and you guys can all go get your shots like just tell me with the basketball team you know whatever because they were free for students anyway but they would just call up there and be like hey the whole team might come in at this time right and we would all just go up there and get our shots so like you know they probably had an opportunity to do something yeah, similar yeah. to that where hey we're all going to get the shot at this time, like here at this health center, because I'm sure the university had it somewhere, you know, and they just chose not to do it, which it's a little bit on them. But at the same time, I mean, you hate to Terrible hear it. For the NCAA. And it sucks for the seniors and it sucks for those guys that work their asses off to get there, you know. Yeah. just And so they were the hottest team in the tournament. Right. And just like. Bro, why you keep putting that in the camera, G? Because it's funny. <laughs> and just the way it happened, though, like. Them following protocol is not the worst thing in the world for the NCAA. That's them following protocol. Mm-hmm. But, like, they posted – like, NCAA po- baseball posted, like, thank you, NC State. Like, great season. <laughs> like, what a terrible look. <laughs> like, just absolutely no feel at all. I'd be like, yeah, you're welcome if I was a player. <laughs> like, absolutely, what? Absolutely no feel at all for the situation. Um, but, no, we, ex- we expect to see the Iowa Hawkeyes there next year. I hope so. Yeah. See our guy Alec Niggett, man, out there in left field or something, throwing the muck for the uh, the Hawkeye faithful. He better be using but, that glove that I made uh, the other night too. Mine was by far the best one. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Mine was horrible. <laughs> yeah, the yeah the Rawlings glove customizer contest, and I by far made the best one. So, yeah. but all right, that's that's all we got. Everybody's starting to come home right now and be loud. So let's wrap it up on that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this short one. Uh, I might roll some clips after this from the wedding. If I get a chance, I've been 
You ain't gonna do it. I was it. supposed to do that like a month ago. You ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Make the video, but I haven't yet. But if the clips roll after this, and that's cool. If they don't, then that's cool as well. But go ahead and still follow us on Home Away Pod on Twitter, Home Away Podcast on Instagram, Home Away Podcast on Facebook, Home Away Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, anything, Anchor google i don't know we're on every single podcast platform it, it does it automatically so i, I can't keep it does, up with all that if it, if it releases podcasts we're on it if if it has podcasts we're there so uh, uh we appreciate you guys watching that's all we got today uh we're out peace peace